At SASH, we understand that selling a senior's home can feel overwhelming. There are many household items and collections to sort and pack. Important decisions have to be made about downsizing to a new home and paying for care needs. Preparing the home for sale in the midst of this can feel like too much. Here's the good news. SASH's home sale services were designed specifically to relieve this burden from families. Our expertise, support, and customized options enable our clients to enjoy a hassle-free home sale so they can focus on more important things. We invite you to learn more at sashservices.com or call us today at 888-400-SASH. That's 888-400-7274. The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders radio. And I hope that each and every one of you, as we were on our break, we talked a lot about what are you feeding your body and, and your body being your teammate because he's telling you things. But, you know, there's this other piece that I'm really interested in, and we are here again with Tracy Cromwell, who is a certified senior fitness specialist, and she's also a personal trainer. She works with family caregivers, seniors, um, any sort of uh, people that are over the age of 55, and I'm sure younger. But this is really your specialty, Tracy, and I'm so glad you're here because we kind of need a little boost here. And part of it, I think, is, you know, what I'm finding with a lot of my friends, because I'm a go-getter and a type A, I don't have, I had the need to get out, right? But I've had some friends that kind of just don't want to leave their house. They've been so um, hunkered down that they're not really wanting to get out in the world. There's this mind thing of, you know, they've cocooned so long for the last year that they're kind of in this little space of, you know, I'll just stay home. (laughs) Are you finding that with people too? A little bit, yeah. It's interesting how everybody's handling the – I feel like, you know, we're in a movie and and we're going to step out and then the sun hits us and we're like, we're coming out into the light like we've never seen it before. You know, it's this like, this. you know, we've been isolated. And Uh and I'm – people will – they're always surprised at this, but I'm pretty much – I'm pretty shy and I'm I'm a pretty – significant introvert and so when this first started that part of my mind was like yeah I like it I'm so excited and as it went along it was like even my introvert got lonely and my introvert wanted to get out and so I pushed myself out but I have a thought if you're if you're you know you're caught in that you're unsure one thing you could do is set a timer so just set a timer for 10 minutes you know go out 10 minutes for just a nice walk and come back for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and your brain will kind of be like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. We, we lived, we survived, you know, and do it again next day, just 10 minutes. And 10 well, minutes you know, back. that is really a good piece of advice. In my book, I talk about those types of breaks when you're caring for a loved one, because Absolutely. the and, emotional yep. train and, and even if your loved one has dementia or Alzheimer's, they still know how to push your buttons. 
<laughs> well, it's interesting with, you know, with when COVID happened, my sister actually yeah. flew home from the UK to stay with my mom full time, you know, because we didn't know what was going to happen. And it was really hard on her. She's actually flying back um, um, tomorrow to the UK. But we, we, as a family, combined ourselves around my mom. But it was hard for her to remember. Yeah that she needed to get outside. She needed to go somewhere. She needed to be somewhere. And so as a carer, you know, it's so important to get outside, take a walk. It doesn't have to be a walk to burn calories. It can be a walk to, for your, for your mind to relax. And and it's also just, you know, in, in my Tony Robbins training, we talk about a pattern interrupt. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's like a record that keeps, you know, moving around and the grooves are in the record. Yeah. But if there gets a scratch in that record, yeah. then all of a sudden, you know, I'm dating myself with talking about record albums. But still, the so I... point is, is that our brains are so trained to think in a certain pattern that mm-hmm. obviously that pattern, it's like if you're, if you're feeling anxiety, you grab food. A lot of mm-hmm. people are emotional eaters. Um, oh, a lot of them, yeah. Um, and so those are things. So in the break, you know, I asked each and every one of our listeners to talk about or to think about what are you telling your body? Yes. What are the things that you're doing every day? Even, you know, making these unconscious choices, I think, and a lot of it's unconscious. Is it not, Tracy? Yeah, because the, well, number one, the brain doesn't like change. It doesn't. And, and it's job, it thinks, oh, you're still alive. You woke up. So we're winning today. You know, as long as you're awake, it's <laughs> yeah. like, we're good to go. And then you're like, no, I want to amp it up. And it's like, what? No, I don't want to have to change. You know, I'm going to have to give up the this. I got to give up that. I got to give up my show. And it'll, it'll go into this whole sure. diatribe, right? Which now I laugh at and I appreciate. I say, okay, I appreciate your input. I appreciate I hear you, but we're going to go ahead and try this. And you just might like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you're going to make me, you know, I mean, it, and it's hilarious. I think about these discussions I have negotiating with both sides of my, well, you know, they, I don't know what that show is where it has a little characters. It's an animated one. Oh. It has depression and happiness yeah. and it's such a cute movie. And I was like, that's in my head right now. Right. But I want to do something um, experiment. I think we have time. And everybody, go ahead. I, I just want to show you the difference between how your brain and in, in reaction to how the body will respond to what you tell it. Okay. So we'll do this exercise. So I want you to look at your right hand. Just look at it and say, you're weak. I bet you can't pick up that flower. I bet, you know, you're just not going to be able to do it. And just look at it and be afraid that it's not strong enough. And just think of how it feels. Think of how it feels. Think of how you might feel inside. I know I got a little anxiety. I felt sad. I don't know. How are you feeling? And how's your hand feel? You know, you're, you know, and it's like, it, I feel something in my hand. So now go ahead and look at it and say, you're awesome. You are strong. And I want you to squeeze and be nice and strong. You can lift that flower pot. You can pick up that grandbaby. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like this energy goes to those hands. So I find when I found myself wanting to make a fist right away. Yeah, and you're just like, okay. So what I tell people is, and when I work with people, they're really afraid to 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 challenge their body to for like 
to be strong or to, to you know, go a little harder. There's, just, there's something in them that's just afraid. They, they believe that they are not strong enough. And so what I say is, you know, when I tell people when they're working with me is when you pick up a weight, you focus on and you tell your body it's capable, it is strong. True. Not that I want you to go lift something you haven't trained for yet, just even that little five pounder, whatever. And I've seen people go, gosh, it's kind of, I could do more than that. Mm-hmm. And then next thing they're, they're actually, you know, lifting heavier weights because they, they know how to speak. They know how to use their mind to help their mm-hmm. body perform. And so the same thing when you're thinking about eating something, you know, out of habit, mm-hmm. say, okay, well, how am I going to feel after I eat that? Do I want to feel like that or do I want to, be happy that I use my strength mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, that. what you're telling me or us is not only important for you, but if you're caring for a loved one, I know oh, that they, yes. they, be, they may have um, balance issues. They may yes. be very dependent on a walker or a wheelchair because they're afraid of falling. Mm-hmm. And it's like, those are things. What is the talk? What is the talk that you're giving that loved one? In other words, mom, I know you can do this. I'm here as your coach and your helper to yeah. do this. So we're going to walk down the hall and back and I'll be here with the walker, but I mm-hmm. want you to, I know that you're capable that you can walk this. You can. Do yeah. This. And, and that's, I think really important that we forget about that. Yeah. Okay. And I think too, what's really important for, and, and this is my opinion, but your brain needs to know where your feet are. Yeah. Your brain needs to, you know, just another thing. If you're sitting and listening to this, I want you to find your feet in your mind and I want you to push them into the floor. Find your feet and then squeeze your legs, squeeze, squeeze your core and you're just solid and feel how nice and mm-hmm. solid that feels. Well, when you're walking, when you're about to get out of the chair, I want you to find those feet, wiggle those toes. And when you get up, you know, if, please do this with guidance of your caregiver if you have one, but I want you to push really nicely through those heels and push up and keep your stomach tight and let your body help lift you. What can happen when we aren't practicing, we make the front of the legs do all the work and we try and get up on the ball of our feet. And that's very unstable feeling. But if you, you know, scoot to the end of your chair, push those feet in. And then when you're walking, make your brain focus on where are my feet? How are they walking versus it going, are we going to fall? Mm-hmm. I think we're going to fall. If it's busy, oh, I, oh, I just have to, all I got to do is think about where my Right. That's what's going to happen. So, yeah. you know, what you're saying really is that your mind is truly the coach of everything. You can, you mm-hmm. can tell it, you know, that you're not capable or you can do it. Like, in other words, whether yeah. you believe you can or you can't, you're right. Yeah. And it's just educating, and, and what can happen as we age, and again, if you don't, um, I had a really bad knee injury from 2005, and my brain immediately basically dismissed that leg. So it automatically went ahead and, and started using other resources, and I had to focus so hard to say, no, this leg has to pull its weight. It has to work. And yeah. so whenever you're moving around, practice. Practice out in the kitchen. Practice when you're getting up anywhere. And, and train your mind. And the more you practice, the faster the signal happens. And pretty soon you're a lot more stable. Wonderful. You know, and, and really practicing balance. And I know we're almost done here, but practicing 
keeping your balance will help you, you know, um, minimize your chance of falling. And we know that that, you know, you falling is going to be one of the worst things, you know, potential for you. And so, so if someone's telling you to practice your balance, I'm telling you the same. (laughs) And speaking of that, um, as we close out the show today, Tracy is available to work with you guys. All of our listeners, please reach out to her. And you can reach her at her website, which is TracyCromwell.com. And that's C-R-O-M like Max, W-E-L-L.com. She also has a book, um, Your Personal Journey with Food. And you can find that on Amazon and other bookstores. And, um, you know, also just realize, I think the real great gift of all of this is that there are people out there that can help us through whatever personal mobility challenges that we may face. And the sooner that we face them in life, the easier they are to cope with. And so, Tracy, I am so glad you've been on the show today. Thank you so much for joining Answers for Elders, and we would love to have you back again sometime. And um, to each and every one of you, get out and enjoy the sunshine. Get out and Spend some time doing some positive self-talk. And most importantly, with you and your family, be good to each other. Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness, and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive promotional discounts, and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForEldersRadio.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.